Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Dayton, Ohio. We had such a great time in Dayton. The, the folks were so hungry, so uh, filled with God. Got into end times a little bit. Hey, if you're anywhere near the Hattiesburg, Mississippi area this next week, we'll be there uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. I head home tonight, and then I'll be in Orlando for a couple of days, and then on to Mississippi. So come, come join us there at Victory Church in Hattiesburg. We'll have a great time. We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, uh, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because the rapture of the church is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So if we can kind of focus on the, the nations that are lined up for the Ezekiel 38 war, we can tell we're pretty close to the rapture. And man, it seems like every single week, I know the last three or four weeks, it's been pretty uh, intense about all those nations that aren't mentioned in the Ezekiel 38 war are making peace agreements with Israel, which is pretty remarkable to see the, the demarcation between those nations, exactly what the Bible said 2,500 years ago, and you're living to see it. So let's pick up what happened around Israel. And the reason why we get into this, it's, a, it's not an escape theology, it's acceleration theology. That when you see the finish line, you run faster, not slower. And that's what the whole purpose of end time preaching is about. And I remember I had an evangelist tell me, well, famous evangelist, Joe, if you preach on the coming of the Lord, just get everybody's hopes up. Duh, that's exactly right. It's the hope that purifies you even as you're pure. So we want things that bring us great joy, great hope, great strength. Uh, there is no bad news for the church. So if you hear end time preaching, that scares you, it's not Bible because the rapture of the church is soon. And Paul wrote that in Thessalonians. He said, so that it would comfort us. A lot of weird teaching about the rapture. There's not going to be one, but it's a time of Jacob's trouble. It's a time of old covenant time. And so the church has to be evacuated. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel. Man, so much has happened this last week. There was a huge explosion. Remember the city's Tyre and Sidon in the Bible? Right by Sidon, uh, you have, of course, Hezbollah had another plant explode. It's kind of interesting that plant after plant after plant filled with munitions to annihilate Israel keep kind of quietly blowing up every single week. Now, this one wasn't as powerful as the one in Beirut, but it took out tons of missiles. Now, isn't that something? Israel even took out another uh, convoy coming down from Iran into Syria, another one by, by air. So you're seeing all this preemptive activity to keep Iran uh, from supplying Hezbollah with all these arms that wants to annihilate Israel. Why is that a big deal? You, you had uh, the reports come out yesterday saying, listen to this, Iran, it looks like uh, they've upped their centrifuges, not 50%, but up to 50 times. So they're uh, uh, relentlessly trying to get an atomic bomb ready so they can try to uh, annihilate Israel. Well, Israel has to do something preemptively because they can't allow Iran to get that far. Many things keep happening with that. You had France chiding uh, Lebanon for basically keeping uh, Hezbollah at front and center in their lives. I love that they're giving uh, uh, Lebanon a little bit of harassment. And of course, Lebanon answered back. Hezbollah said, well, Macron, you're not the ruler of uh of Lebanon, but I do like that you see an influence from a man from France uh, where the revival, revived European Union comes into play and with the, the, the Capitol building in Strasbourg. So you'll see more and more come from that area of pressure on the Middle East. But the amazing thing is you got several new nations uh, literally getting ready to make formal declarations of peace with Israel, just like the United Arab Emirates. And just like Bahrain, it looks like Kuwait's getting ready to do that. Several other nations are getting ready to do that. And it's amazing how Saudi Arabia quietly is pressuring them, but they're getting ready to do it as well. 
because Jesus is about to come back. And remember, those nations are not named attacking Israel in the Ezekiel 38 war. But you see the nations that are attacking Israel in the Ezekiel 38 war, their true colors are coming to the front right now. In fact, Turkey, uh, there's a big skirmish in, in Armenia and Azerbaijan, and you've got Turkey wanting to exert its uh, influence in that war. So there's five to six different places around Israel that you have military uh, skirmishes that Turkey's trying to uh, flex their muscles there. Uh, it's interesting to see the reports in the Jerusalem Post and Heretz and different uh, ones talking even about the Temple Mount this week. This one kind of blew me away. They're talking about what an exciting time. These are the headlines. What an exciting time that the Temple Mount is going to be allowing Muslims and Jews to pray together. It's almost like that verse coming together, when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. That's going to get even more clear when the Antichrist comes on the scene to bring that peace agreement about. But the, the peace agreement... Uh, talking about that they call it the Abrahamic agreement is literally paving the way for the next agreement to come on the on the on the uh, literally the playing field now that, that the Antichrist is not here yet because he can't even be revealed until the church departs Paul said don't worry he can't be revealed until there's a departure and that's not a departure from the faith it's the departure of the church so I hear all these people saying well uh, the Antichrist is going to come on the scene no he can't come to the church departs you can't have the Christ and the Antichrist here at the same time so many more things keep happening with China Many things are happening in Baghdad and Iraq. You had Iranian militia firing missiles into the Baghdad airport again to where it looks like America is going to evacuate its employees from the embassy. Notice you always evacuate the ambassadors first. So they're anticipating war there. So there'll be all kinds of skirmishes like this leading up to the Ezekiel 38 war. But what tells us things is how clear it is and how concise it is that these are nations getting into position because Jesus is just getting ready to come back. Kind of amazing. So we always, we always go every week to the Scripture. Number one, you can't be moved by what this nation is or what that nation is doing, even though there are specific nations mentioned in prophecy. But number one, Israel made a nation. Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till all is fulfilled. But then you got the Hebrew language restored. you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. you got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got the revival of the Roman Empire. It's amazing to see all these things come to pass. You have the Temple Mount Institute. You have 172 different species of predatory birds. I mean, that's crazy that you have the cleanup crew in Israel right now. But you've had some signs that have happened lately. You had the fish show up in the Dead Sea. Uh, it happened this last year. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths on the, around the Temple Mount fill up with water. First time in 2,000 years. And Lamentations 5.18 says, When you see foxes on the Temple Mount, you can tell it's so desolate. So the rabbis are anticipating the Messiah come. And the sad part is, it's actually a false Messiah. The Antichrist is going to come on the scene. They're going to think he's the Messiah. So it's going to be kind of an uh-oh moment halfway through the trip. But all these things are happening because Jesus is about to come. Men will be lovers of themselves. We have selfie sticks. And you go from signs, those are signs, many signs. You got about 50. Uh, you go from signs to signals. You got blood, red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Radical. Uh, have the heaven saying, I died for you, I'm coming back. Died for you, I'm coming back. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. 1492, the Egypt of expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Well, people say, well, nothing happened when the blood red moons happened. Well, they're indicators, just like you turn your blinker on when you're about to turn. You're indicating you're about to turn. But then even this last year, you had the Bethlehem star. I mean, Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come on the scene. First time in 2,000 years. So you have many, many things happening in the heavens. I didn't even talk about the asteroid that came by last week, another flyby. It looks like we're having an asteroid do a near miss of the Earth every single week, along with some of the craziest weather you've ever 
ever seen, along with even more earthquakes. I don't, I don't even have time to get into all that. But the thing is, Jesus is just about to come. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be more engaged. You're more involved uh, the, before the wedding than you are uh, six months before the wedding, the day and two, week, couple weeks before you're supernaturally engaged and supernaturally involved. So we're about to see the King the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Listen, He died for us. He gave His life for us. It's the least that we can do right here at the very end of the race is to look at the finish line and accelerate and hustle. Let's get as many people born again in a shorter period of time as we possibly can. Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, coming so soon. Hey, we'll come back next week and pick up with what's all happening around Israel and see how close we are to seeing the King. Have a blessed, awesome week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to overshadow.